Hello, I'm Brink. And I'm Carla. And this is the Told You So podcast. And welcome back to everybody that was so sorely missing us over the holidays. And thank you for your patience and forbearance in uh, coming back and listening to us again. Absolutely. <laughs> and happy 2020. This is going to be a stellar year, I believe. So Yeah. And I know it's cliche, but I still haven't mentally updated. Like, I'm still 2019-ing on documents and stuff. And oh, you pro- are? Uh, yeah, I always have that problem. Anyway. Yeah, I actually... <laughs> Uh, partly how I'm trying to fix that is I'm actually writing the year every day when I write the date in my journal. Because uh-huh. I thought, oh, okay, maybe like muscle memory after, you know, 10 days. And I wrote my first check where I didn't have to write a second check. Interesting. For putting the wrong date on. So This is, sorry, not to immediately start on a whole tangent. <laughs> to go back to the way we usually start. So today we're going to be talking about things that we'd like to do, accomplish, or set goals for uh, in this wonderful new year. And, um, and, and for Brink's case, for 2019 and for yeah, me, exactly. for 2020. I want to fix the past. It'll be like <laughs> the Terminator. I'm going to go make 2019 great. Um, but 2019 actually was pretty great. 2020 is going to be better. Uh, no, but it, this is just a strange thing that I, I saw. There was a test of um, – it's like an academic uh, test of personality variables where it's like masculinity and femininity – the word is really hard to say, femininity. <laughs> um, but yeah, one of their one of the questions were, I think that it was to indicate being more feminine than masculine was, have you ever kept a journal? <laughs> Which I thought was strange because there's you know a long history of like I mean I, I think of war we, journals and stuff is I was pretty just damn masculine. Say, like, like the the war journals is pretty much how you know the the ordinary people learned that maybe war was not right. quite as glorious and as noble yeah. as you know the elites would like you to believe. Right. Instead of news stories. Anyway, I but I thought that was it was a totally different thing. No. But, see, see, if you call it a journal, then I think it's gender neutral. Mm. Chicks. Call Diaries, and then men, of course, have to slap the word war in front of anything they can get their hands on. It's my daykeeping book. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It is my organizational tool. Yes, exactly. Uh, But yeah, no, journaling, I I have become a big fan. I never was. I always used to be slightly critical or maybe even a little looking down on all the people who like to talk (laughs) About journaling and using it as a verb and all of that stuff. Mm. And I have come around. I'm actually a proponent now. It's tough. I actually, uh, I keep, you know, hearing that you should, it was actually, I think I I read something that you wrote about how you should write journals. And uh, when I was doing my, my training for this new job down in D.C., one of the nights I was like, I'll keep a journal so I'll remember everything. Oh, nice. Well, it was. But then uh, to go back to something we were talking about before we started recording here, I read it again the next day and I'm like, man, I'm an idiot. <laughs> like, that was stupid. My observations are vapid and this is dumb. No, <laughs> okay. So first of all, let's unpack that for two seconds. No, you're wrong. You're awesome. And you should write that in your journal every time you think you're like, why do I write dumb things in my journal? It's okay. It's your secret little place where you mm. get to be like vapid and silly and <laughs> I, I mean I'm, I'm keeping my journals uh, solely for an insanity defense one day when they come to lock me up but, <laughs> <laughs> but um but you know for me basically I I um I don't 
even like I don't really have a rhyme or reason. I do write in it every day. So I made a commitment to myself and maybe sometimes I'll forget and I'll already be in bed and the light will be off and I'll mm -hmm. get up and I'll go get it. And even if I just like write, I got up and went and got my journal and now I can go to sleep. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> for me, it was about the commitment. Yeah. Maintaining that to habit. saying I'm going to do it every day. Like mm -hmm. every day we know that habits are built one day at a time. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to make a promise to myself and I've stuck with it. And over the, I've been doing it regularly for almost two years now, I would say. And, you know, even in like Carla's crazy world <laughs> of coming up with sort of a system. And sometimes it's just random. Like I don't really dream anymore. Mm. Uh, I think it's because I get better that's, sleep. That's depressing. I mean, I guess. I <laughs> if think it was a metaphor, like, you don't literally dream anymore. Oh, no, I just you mean. Still, you I, still yearn. Yeah. Oh, you no, I, ha I have <laughs> dreams and aspirations, and I'm very positive about the future. I mean, I literally don't remember my dreams when I go to sleep and wake <laughs> right. up, or okay. not often anymore. And I think huh. that's actually because I'm sleeping better. Hmm. People also say that, um, you know, people who, who might, uh, use cannabis that mm. that can influence your actual dreams but i do find that the few times i do remember them now like this morning and we were just looking in in uh i was just looking in my book which is why i thought to mention it i was like oh right i had a dream this morning and i actually wrote it down yeah. because i was like oh i don't really remember them anymore huh. it was uh it was yes it was about privacy. Interesting. Fourth Amendment dreams right here, people. Like, That's how much I care about come freedom. Come back with a warrant consciousness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Stupid alarm. <laughs> but, okay, uh, so goal setting. Yes. So for you, do you have like a primary idea, goal, like something that's maybe the overbridging? Uh, I mean, most of the things that I'm really trying, uh, I have, it's it's uh, more uh, properly ordering each day so that I can get more done. And under that rubric falls a lot of different things. Um, but it includes <laughs> things for you know work i have i have several things i'm trying to work on um with my job that i unfortunately can't talk that much about on the show but uh basically trying to reach out to to new people and find new people that would be interested in in doing things that i want to accomplish and doing things that they want to accomplish you know find people with mutual goals um in all sorts of different arenas uh but as far as uh, like ordering my my day and life uh, more generally, I'm trying to actually sleep um, at like a regular time and wake up at a regular time, which I've succeeded a little bit with. Nice. And what I found out is that I need to exercise a bunch or mm -hmm. else I can't sleep. Yeah. And that's a pretty like it's a straightforward uh, correlation that I've drawn. And it's I have I bought one of the dumb little Fitbits uh, maybe like three months ago now. So I've been tracking stuff. And so, you know, you can see also your sleep quality and stuff like that on there. And on the days when I work out, I sleep more and I sleep better. And when I don't, I don't sleep very well at all. Um, so that's a pretty sort of straightforward one. And to that end, I just, uh, you know, set up the beginnings of one of my goals, which is to get back into a more regular uh, weight training program. And I just bought 
a whole bunch of weight training equipment that's now set up in my garage. Super so. fancy gym over there <laughs> in the garage, yeah, sir. So I have no excuse whatsoever to uh, to not get that done. I, can't I know. Be like, I, d- oh, I, I mean, have to go to the gym. I, have to I feel like drive now. Drive all the way to Dow Street. Uh. I get, I'm going to be like, oh no, I have to go next door and do squats before <laughs> we do the podcast. <laughs> Actually, yes. There we go. See, and I'm looking for excuses to be like, I have to do this on the way out the door to do this thing or something. But, uh, yeah, and more more generally, it's all about just like trying to feel as good as possible and uh, be able to actualize my potential in 2020. There we go. Yeah. There we go. I um, last year I picked a word. My word for the year was vibrance. And looking back, I think I you know I think I semi nailed it. I mean, there was no was backsliding, you know. So I feel like <laughs> that's vibrant enough. Um, I haven't actually picked a word yet for this year, but I think I'm going to focus on fitness. Hmm. So, like, uh, as as maybe the overarching thing where it's it's because I feel like health, wealth, like a lot of stuff can actually fit under that category. Hmm. So it's like physical fitness, but mental fitness and yeah. just, you know, building stamina. I saw this. Oh my God. I saw this like meme photo on Facebook, maybe in the month, last month or something. And it was like super old, you know, like just decrepit grandma lady, you know, with like a walker. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're talking like in their eighties mm. who just looked terrible. And then the other photo was this like 80 year old Super fit, like just ripped. She was a black lady, yeah. like just really oh, that like powerlifter a powerlifter lady. Yeah, yes. and I was like, I oh, her name, but she's I, amazing. I was like, damn, I don't know who you are, but I want to be you when I grow <laughs> up. I was just like, oh, and so it just stuck in my mind. And I think even having a visual like that, you know, some people. We'll do the 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 boards, you know, where they have the vis- visualization yeah. board or the whatevers. But um, I, I guess that one just kind of went into my brain where I was like, yeah, like yeah. I want to get better over time. And I feel like science and um, what we know about health and like our diets and sort of a whole holistic thing mm. is going to allow me to actually not become more decrepit to at least stay equal <laughs> yeah. or to really lean into my exceptional yeah. muscular composition. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, well, and that's really the, the main reason I bought this weight training stuff is that I know it's like every bit of research it just comes out that resistance training is really important as you get older. It, it, it increases your bone density. It prevents injuries instead of causing them like all of the stuff about flexibility and whatever that people used to say about it is not true. And uh, anyway, it's just I an mean, important thing to do for like, I don't want my back to be all jacked up and you know, yeah, it, and it's and, good, good and it's a life. lifestyle choice, you know, and and well, these and things wanted... inform like one, every step makes another step <laughs> yeah. better. And also because I'm a crazy person, I'm you know I'm like naturally pretty strong, but I'm always like I should be very strong. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you know, I guess five hundred. I guess I can lift five hundred pounds, and that's not enough. <laughs> not enough. All right. Not enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I I could probably do the. I, well, I don't know. We'll see. We we will listeners. We'll find out. We will come and report back over the months. Uh, maybe we'll come up with some stats and. Uh, <laughs> After as I a throw typical... a barbell through the wall and it hits my car. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting uh, phase of experimentation in, in the garage gym. <laughs> well, you know, as as our uh, our fans know, I also committed to learning how to surf, which was some kind of crazy and after. I did that, I was like, hmm, 
Maybe I should just like lie on my stomach in the living room and see if I can even like get up. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, it was um, it was not you know as as gracefully seamless as it seemed to be in my head. And I was like, huh, now how's that gonna be with like water? Do you have like an ironing balancing? board? I do. Have yes. you considered just laying out on the ironing board um, and so, trying so, to jump up on that? So for right now, uh, Brink has a has a runner down here in his <laughs> studio area and uh, I have a runner at the house. So I've been lying on the runner and, you know, like I could jump up, but then I was like, oh, my feet wouldn't even be on a board right now. Like I'm <laughs> off. But also <laughs> you're sitting. Yes, I, I, I would definitely be. This is uh, why I'm suggesting first. the ironing board. Yes. No, I'm I've, not trying to injure you. <laughs> no, I, I fully understand. So, I mean, I'm half joking, but I'm also like, maybe this will be like a three year project and I'll, yeah. you know, do it slowly. I feel like I need to get a little fitter. So I've also one of my commitments to myself was to figure out how to combine a little bit of socializing mm. with exercising, right? So yeah. that's that sort of idea of like I could pop over and you know you we could well I can't spot you because <laughs> <laughs> I can't lift 500 pounds yet. <laughs> but um but I want to go just take classes. Like I have a lot of friends who just randomly teach Zumba or randomly teach jazz or you know yeah. like whatever and just be like, "Oh, I could go do one of these things once a month and actually support friends and, you know, just make sure I'm getting some of that socializing time because yeah. that's something I don't really prioritize anymore and I probably yeah. should. No, I, I agree. And that's uh, one of my sort of commitments too is I, I'm going to try to like get out more. Um, like even yesterday when I was getting all this stuff to put together the garage gym, which I will talk about <laughs> endlessly. Um I, we I was like, give it a name. Oh, just wait. It, ah. Everything is going to get a name. Ah. It's it's just a matter of time. No, but uh, you know, I was out and about all day from like you know ten in the morning to seven thirty or seven forty five at night, and I just remember being like, man, like uh, some days during work, I've had days like this where I'm just out doing stuff all day, but like I really don't have weekends where I do this ever. And that's not good. Like you, you should go out and experience the world. And I know that I, you know, you invest time and effort in your home so that you like being there, but uh, that shouldn't price me out of like getting out of the damn house. Right. And and of course, I mean, we've <laughs> or just had... I can invite people over all the time. Yes. I guess. And and we've had, I mean, we've had a spectacular couple of days where it's been yeah. just. I mean, it's literally it was sixty six degrees. Uh, I had today. the sunroof <laughs> down yesterday driving around. It was awesome. It was uh, yeah, and and I. You know, I was thinking about it when I was out on the trail yesterday and I was really just enjoying the hot weather and it was just gorgeous and the birds were singing and everything was just like doing this little springy flourishing, oh, yeah. like, you know, and I was like, faux spring, if you, yeah, you know, if you spun it a different way where it was like, what if the universe is just going, you know, we've kind of figured out winters are long and people get depressed. Wouldn't it be nice if we just gave you a couple of day break, you know, I think that attributes agency to the universe. that's not there. Well, <laughs> yes. That is probably true, but but sorry, I mean, no, but I mean in the same way that like we we we're told a story about how the planet is just you know like it's 
just getting worse and worse and, yeah. you know, climate change and global warming and global cooling and no one knows who well, to believe. And, you know, it does leave out. Oh yeah. All of the, the positives for new England that it will become balmier. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so today was gorgeous and was awesome. yes, also got out and about, but yeah, just leaving the house and finding that balance. I think for me is maybe balance should be my word. Cause that involves surfing. <laughs> <laughs> Core. And co- yeah, well, you know, and and I'm gonna try and do my Bikram. You know, probably not as it's it's a big time commitment. You yeah. know, it's like an hour and a half, so maybe only once a week. Yeah, but you know, and the that other is, it's a lot to go. Those classes are a lot. Yeah, you know, and 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 I honestly I do love it, and I feel like it's the kind of thing if I just do that my entire rest of my life, I will always be fairly fit, healthy, and injury free. Like I as feel long as like you drink it's a lot of water. <laughs> true, but you know now with, with with sans booze, you know no boozy Carla, which well, you, yeah, that was kind of why I was annoyed about the dreaming. I felt like. You'd get sweet dreams. Yeah, I thought I would dream better. But I think I, that there's like stuff that you can take to dream more. Like there's some like, uh, sorry, this <laughs> from from Brink's ex- explorations of uh, internet legal herbal highs <laughs> in the early 2000s. There's some like I forget what it's called, but it's like Oaxacan dream flower or something, and it's like a shamanic whatever, and you can smoke it or eat it, and you're supposed to have dreams. I mean, I don't. <laughs> that I, sounded so stupid. Sorry. I, <laughs> it's a thing. I swear. It's one of the, you know, there's like these cultural like visionary plants or whatever. Oh, yeah. No. Um, and it's, it's, it's. I'm not vouching for its efficacy. I'm just saying that I read it on the internet in 2002. <laughs> so it must be true. Exactly. <laughs> it's old school internet. <laughs> Back when you could Before find there the was truth. fake news. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. That would even get me started. Well, that's actually. So one of my. Uh, it's like a lifelong commitment, but uh, it's something I'm trying to focus on this year is um, scrupulously understanding things before forming an opinion on them. Um, you know, trying to make sure that I actually understand what's going on before reacting or uh, bandwagoning or whatever. And the reason is, like, I think that there's actually, we were just talking about this before we were recording. Um, a recent story that's a good example of this is the sort of the, um, uh, what's the word, uh, uh, dichotomy Mm -hmm. between, or, or, uh, yeah, dichotomy between like the two sides on, or the two sides, it's so stupid that there's sides about this, but the, the wildfires in Australia that there's like sort of the way that the narrative has been set up is that there's the, uh, these are because of climate change is the story or, the crazy read is arsonists right. <laughs> and it's all arsonists. Well, um, and the thing is but it's, though, and it's... I think either is, either is crazy to say it's a totalizing uh, explanation and the actual truth, it seems after looking into this kind of extensively uh, is that, yeah, there's arsonists that start fires. There's also regular wildfires there and um, they're made worse by drought and lack of rain, which if you are somebody who, you know, believes in the climate modeling that climate change ideas rest on that drought and lack of rain is the result of continuing rising temperatures in the area, which are because of climate change. So like there's a, there's, there's a good argument for influence for both, but to make a totalizing one side argument usually is because you want to like line up with an well, ideology or like a team. But, right. <laughs> like, but it's usually flawed. 
world. Because right. I mean, for the most part, everything we are present. Yeah, everything's presented to us as absolutes now, and it's like either this or that, yeah. and it's like. Usually it's and slash or right. or some kind of combination, and it's. I think we talked about this mm. in a few in thinking about thinking, right? Yeah, yeah. Where it's just like it doesn't have to. You don't have to have an absolute answer. I mean, right. part of it is just the journey of figuring it out, and as long as you're curious. And enjoy reading and enjoy learning, then it's like, well, right. that's just part of life. I mean, even right. it's on not your job to like, be certain about the world, everything. But, like, but look like, at look at something like like for both of us in terms of health and diet. Mm-hmm. I mean, just how much the science has changed on that, and in some ways hasn't changed on that, right? So. Dr. Yep. Hippopotamus, help me out. <laughs> <laughs> the Greek doctor. Yes. Uh, Hippocratic. Hippocrates. Hippocrates. Thank you. Theo Hippopotamus. Yes. <laughs> I think we should make a children's book. He should be a fat, happy hippopotamus who heals everyone. And he's got to wear a little monocle. He just never does harm. Yes. First. There we go. <laughs> first, first do no harm, but not in the Apple alphabet way. Last do lots of harm. <laughs> right? Well, go from Just first murder that. to uh, <laughs> evil empire death star dun, dun, dun. anyway so uh, so i mean he 2000 years or whatever the hell ago it was was like yeah there's this mind gut thing right but they couldn't really prove it mm-hmm. then we see in the past eight years we've had this explosion in this understanding of our biome and how important our gut science uh, and and that's because of the uh, genome sequencing right mm-hmm. And so my point is, like, sometimes science follows, like, sort of known truths and stuff. And you should be able to change your mind. Like, yeah. uh, you know, like, I mean, if, please, if you're eating grains, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> if you think brown rice is better for you than white rice, please stop. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it's like we didn't necessarily know these things, but now we do. And yeah. so now we change our mind. Yeah. No, it's true. And I mean, I think another uh, good example, like pulled from the headlines would be everything that's happening in Iran right now. It seems like, again, like if you want to paint the two sides that are like the sides that people believe the that other people believe in. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like if you if you don't like someone, you think that they think this way. Right. Um, <laughs> it's like. Donald Trump is a hero and we should kill bad people anywhere whenever we want. Oh my God, or uh, what would it be? Like Iran is the most amazing country in the universe and our evil imperialist government has done unforgivable sin in blowing up their guy. And like if those are the two well, options, like I don't want to sign up for either, please. Well, I'm not <laughs> going to sign up for either of those, but having, you know, uh, knowing various Persian people over the history of my life and mm. then also just, you know, if you go look at photos and stuff of what that country uh, was and how, yeah. yeah, you know, it was actually a very like civilized Western cradle of civilization, woman had rights, people mm-hmm. were, you know, it was like, it was a pretty slamming country. And then, you know, God bless our CIA with all their wisdom went in and screwed the living but out of butt. <laughs> yep. So see, I'm going to yeah. try and not swear. Depose their democratically <laughs> elected government. Thank is, you. I think, yes. What that you were is, looking that, for. Those are the words <laughs> I was looking for. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, so, so, 
in general, just sort of cautioning against that sort of polarity or just yeah. saying it's got to be the one or the other. Right. So you're going to work on that. Yeah. Or, yeah. or I mean, even with that issue, I guess the other the people that were certain that it's like, this is definitely going to fix things with Iran or this is definitely going to destroy everything. It's like, we, you know, you okay, can't really like tell. How, like, the know, history is such a crazy unfolding story well, well, like well, i mean sure but we can you know between the two of us i'm sure we could come up with like a lot of examples where it was like oh you know we're just gonna whack this one guy and yeah. then it's just all gonna work out well and maybe we'll start with like franz ferdinand and just work the list from there <laughs> well but even, we could go back that, i like don't know a, jesus oh maybe or you know <laughs> like i'm just like hello well, right. no but i'm saying i i think that it's just as I think it's just as like intellectually shallow to be certain that it will turn out well as it would be to be certain that it will turn out badly. But I think we have more proof to say it's going to turn yes. out badly. And on like a principled and foundation, you can say that assassinating people is bad and that you shouldn't like murder people because they stand in the way of your policy objectives. Well, it's certainly not country <laughs> to country. Yeah. Now, you know, if you wanted to... It's certainly although, not domestically. <laughs> well, I mean, I will say this. I do think that it was a tragedy in in Africa that uh, Mugabe was mm. able to, you know, govern in giant air quotes for, you know, 50 plus years. I mean, he destroyed... Yeah. Nobody what wanted was the, to do regime change Yeah, there. what was the breadbasket of, of Africa, you know? And, and Africa has a lot of problems now. I mean, South Africa's unemployment rate is over 50%. Wow. That is like, I mean, what do you even do? How do you come back from that, you yeah. know? Um, but positively <laughs> <laughs> speaking, another thing I'm going to try and I, and I, I actually have always made this a priority. Traveling is very important to me and I will like, I save up to go and be like, I want to go here this year or where are the Groupons or, you know, so I definitely have, uh, travel on, on my 2020 goal list. I'm going to Mexico next month for oh, cool. a week to speak at Anarcapulco. Fun. Uh, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, mostly excited because uh, it's Mexico and there's sunshine. I mean, it's a shitty, <laughs> shitty city. Oops, sorry. I swore. I tried. I tried. <laughs> I think you can say that on uh, after 10 p.m. Okay. Cable. So. Yeah. Can you? Because I was they thinking. They on South Park. So how? I don't know. <laughs> I, I was actually thinking about maybe like uh, coming up with the list of swear words and then just having like like other words that we use and then we'll just create our own like lame like grade six <laughs> language of some sort. Like when I want to call someone an asshole and just be like, he's a jerk, you know, or, you know, like I, I just feel like it's so artificial to... Because I, you know, I do have a bit of a sailor's voice. And yeah. one of the feedbacks I got on the story you were talking about, everyone should go read this. It's called How to Change the Color of Your Aura. Yeah. Um, it's on my website, and I'm actually quite proud of it. And it was a hard thing to write. But some of the feedback I got was like, did you have to use the C word? Did you have? And I was like, yes, because that's how I feel. And that's how I talk. And that is part of my authentic self. And I Try to not. Oprah would be very sad if you weren't your authentic self. Yeah, well, exactly. But she also <laughs> would not want me to use the C word. On her show, probably. Yeah. And, and I mean, I do try and not, you know, but when I'm doing things yeah. on my own platform, I, right, can do what I, I can do what I want. Right. It's, it's yeah, contextually very different than if you were like doing a WMUR interview. Right. And, and like, I hey. don't when I do those things 
swear. I mean, yeah. I've done tons of interviews. I didn't tell the BBC to <laughs> go pound sand as I was very, very tempted to do. Uh, well, look, lady, here's how you end poverty. You stop taking poor people's money and you stop throwing them in jail for dumb shit. Yes, they can't get hired. That's uh, yes. definitely a good way to... No, I... Well, I, I think that that's a... It's it's good that you're working on that. On, not, on my not swearing. Yeah, and not not just for my own self-interest. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But it is – I mean that's an interesting topic. I actually uh, saw a lecture about that recently, um, you know, about how – actually it was about how the swear words that are like the seven words you can't say, that you know, the George Carlin ones, um, that those – a number of them are just like their references to uh, anatomy – excretion or sex and those were like medieval taboos and all those words are medieval english words like mm-hmm. all of our curses they're they're just from old english they're earthy and single syllable and uh you know common and filthy <laughs> and if you were the kind of noble who liked french words like venison and poultry and heard an english word like you know the s word <laughs> it would be just gravel and you just you want know. to feel superior by well, no, not swearing <laughs> and having your sailor co-host I... over there with her cigar in her dirty dirty mouth my mom listens to this show i can't swear i know i'm sorry Katie. <laughs> no, no, I'm it's... so sorry <laughs> But no, but like, uh, but anyway, the point being that you shouldn't be like those words shouldn't be as taboo as they were because they're really just exclamations and they're in such common usage that to act like they're some taboo is like, it's really, it's really, it's putting on airs. Well, 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 both that, but then it's also like when we talk about the sort of PC words, right? Like, I mean, we've definitely gotten feedback from some of our listeners with Carlos Moore choice, uh, on PC terms that I like to use. And, you know, I've been thinking about it because that was like, you know, um, something like the N word, right. It's not a word that is a racist slur in South Africa. I mean, people in South Africa know that it's like a a weird American thing, but there's another word that is used uh, interchangeably in South Africa. Now, if I was to start to come here and to start to use that word, Mm -hmm. no one would know what it meant. So no one would be offended. Right. So then I'm like, but then how does it work that you like, it's just a word. Like you have a choice about how you react to it, right? That's true. So I mean, it's kind of so, all right. So here's the interesting counter argument. Or not counter argument, but like another angle on that. Uh, that I that it was this John McWhorter talk about it, and he's writing a book about this right now that I'm very much looking forward to reading. Oh, I can't wait. But it was about well, and you might not like this part, but it was that like those taboos. It's because it's like things you want to banish from public discourse. Like, that's the idea is that you want to, like, if there's a taboo on a word, it's because um, either, you know, people in power or people in general, because of their shared common beliefs about the way the world should be, want to banish those things. And that's like jumping Jehoshaphat, Jiminy Christmas, you know, all these ways to not say Jesus Christ, his wounds, zounds. I mean, it's, it's like you shouldn't be able – there was a common understanding that like, we don't want to take the Lord's name in vain. Therefore these words are taboo. Um, So if the common understanding that's creating this taboo on the N word, the C word, you know, all these various things, like maybe, maybe that's a good taboo. 
and it shouldn't prevent people from having free speech. Like it shouldn't prevent people from saying those things as artistic expression. And obviously it's not going to in the case of like the N word, because it's a very popular word for, you know, music. And now 12 year old white kids in Omaha who have never met a black person in their life hear it a whole bunch because they listen to popular music. Um, but like, so, so anyway, the point being, like maybe it's good to banish those words from society now. And well, you see, you but wanna... it, uh, no. <laughs> well, well, okay. So I first of all, I think we have two baskets of words here, right? So we have un-PC uh, words, which I think are different to just uh, like swear words that have come from medieval times, sure. right? So I think those things are different things. And my main concern is with um, the the. PC-ness of stuff, right? So when we talked about, I, I, I don't think we talked about this on a show because it's been a while, but it was something I recently read um, and it was sort of doing the rounds on the internet so other people probably saw it too. Mm. But sort of the basis of where political correctness, like where that comes from. Oh, yeah. And so it's basically, it's from a joke from the 1930s from communist Russia at the time where people would say, but that's not factually correct, right? Right? When someone was talking nonsense, and then the other it's comrade political. would say, but comrade, it is politically correct, right. meaning that it was correct to say it because even if the party was wrong, factually wrong, scientifically wrong, right. logically wrong, not truthy, then it didn't matter. You would right. still have to do it because that was PC. And that's what PC, that is the basis and the starting point of PC-ness. So I think when I know that, then like my rebel instincts just go, if you're going to tell me that's the list of words I can't use because it's not PC because it's taboo or it's whatever. I'm like, that's like a red flag to a red blooded libertarian oh, yeah. like me but I, where I mean, I'm just like, I'm going to say it. There's a big difference between like the core offensive words and the, and the like the words that people say are offensive. Like there's people that say like saying fireman instead of fire person is offensive, but nobody's going to react to you saying fireman the way they would react to you saying the N word. You know what I mean? Like there's some that have taken on a much more extensive cultural cachet because of the way that they were used as like derogatory terms or the way that they, you know what I mean? Like I think that there's a right, but I think what, there's I, an and, actual taboo and like what you're the political, correct, like the college campus, like, Oh, you can't say the American dream because that's like a prejudiced state, you know, the, that UNH story right. from the past because UNH has actually really improved. They, and they took fixed on, it yeah. because we but pointed I, out the error of their yeah, ways. I absolutely agree that that's ridiculous. And I don't think that, I mean, I think it would be hard to find any like uh, liberal in the original sense of the word minded person where they're like interested in inquiry of the truth. There would be nobody that would be like, yes, banning speech is a good idea. And even for the taboo words, I don't think that anybody would say that banning their use or criminalizing them or something would be a good idea. But that is literally but, like, what hate speech is, is the criminalization of speech. No, so not, it's like I you're know, not allowed to use X words but you because are. it's no, criminally. No, 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 but there's no, that's not, there's no, there's no law. There's, there's, there are zero laws in America where you can go to jail for a thing you said. If you, if you say a thing while you're murdering someone, or if you say a thing and you say, and I'm robbing you because you're a blank, then you could get, I mean, extra a hate crime, that, no, yeah. No, you get extra punishment. But there's no, there's but, no. But uh, do you see no how that hate, hate crime? No, fair enough. You you have to be doing another crime with it, but yeah. the crime becomes 
more of a crime. Yeah, but that's ba- totally, well, I guess that's, that's totally intent different. to right. some extent. And yeah, intent maybe is always I'm okay factored in, that, yeah. in criminal sentencing. Okay, but but uh, <laughs> once again, like you know, this is not uh, hate speech or anything. Right. It's like colloquial speech, yeah. or I know in a well, even, previous even the show, phrase hate speech. I think that that's like a that's a term that I don't think. Any any used. reasonable person yeah. would use no, well, because it doesn't exist. No, no, but, 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 no, but I know. But, that's the, but this is the difference between. So are you saying perhaps that comrade, we are not in a reasonable, <laughs> yes, factual, no, but, but what I'm is that that's the difference factually between, correct world. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the difference between political correctness and like taboos. And I think that the and it's like a it's a visceral thing. And I think that some everybody every community has different taboos. But like we're talking about general you know mass culture you know things that you would say you'd be able to say on network television. Yeah. Or I guess you know? maybe like where where I get really annoyed, and I think we talked about this in the free speech uh, episode, so I highly recommend people go back and just sort of get a sense from there as well. Mm-hmm. But it's like uh, when when there was a sort of change, I guess, in the late 90s, early 2000s, where it was like white people weren't allowed to rap the N-word anymore. <laughs> and I don't know. Like, I really like rap. And I Everyone really, had a meeting like, I feel like, 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 you know, and I'm like, you know, if you know you're not a core racist, then for like your peeps in your community to be like, but yo, you are racist because you're white. You're not allowed to say well, this anymore. And it's this like, is the whole. Ah, I mean, I think that, that, that the, right. you can listen to. You know, again, if you want to listen to like someone much smarter than me talk about this, John McWhorter from Columbia University, super smart dude. Um, what he says the complication there is that there's two different words. There's the N word, and then there's another word that means buddy, that's used in songs and pop culture, that you know, black people can use and other people can't use. But the thing that confuses people is that they think, well, that word just means buddy because I hear it all the time in this song and it's my buddy. Hey, what's up my buddy? Like, you know what I mean? Like there's, so there's, yeah, a, but, but there, even there's that, two different I mean, words. Sure. And I mean, I'd be hard pressed and I mean, I caught well, up but, in Harlem. No, but but his, his argument is that what's going to happen is that the second one that means buddy is going to continue to grow and be used. And eventually it will be, Asian people and white people and it will be right. a word that comes into common currency to mean buddy because that's what it means. But the other one with the hard R as Donald Glover said memorably <laughs> in that one song um, is a different word and that means something entirely different. All right. So moving on yeah, to, sorry, this to has other been, goal what? setting. Oh my God. That was like 15 <laughs> minutes of taboo words. Sorry. Was it? <laughs> a new goal for the next year is to uh, do better show prep and watch the clock when we're talking about stuff we're both really interested in <laughs> true 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 um so anything else you're thinking so so for me i guess it's like health wealth for wealth it's like okay i gotta monetize we gotta monetize some of our projects um, we've got to yeah if anyone uh, wants to send s- us money uh, you know leave a comment i'll, I'll give you my address <laughs> write a check <laughs> um i'm gonna be selling my book uh so awesome. my collection of shorts uh, my collection yes of award-winning short stories uh, essays flash fiction and speeches nice. uh, will be available by the end of the month. It's uh, currently still called The Ecstatic Pessimist. I like that. I love the title, obviously, because I wrote the story and it's a great story. Um, so all of that's good. But the one thing I'm struggling with is I was like, well, I don't really want to attach my brand to like pessimism because like if there's one thing I am, it's an optimist. And anyone will know, like, you know, like selling my brand of libertarianism and trying to be like, no, it doesn't matter how, you know, crap the government is. There's always hope. There is still something to yeah. dream for, right? So I'm sort of a little torn about... The, it could be the optimistic pessimist. Um, 
Yeah. But, uh, but, but, well, <laughs> or well, the pessimistic optimist. You see, I mean, it's really, it's more that. But yeah. I mean, the story's been published before. You know, it's probably, it, it, yeah. like, it's there. It works. It, it's, it works as that title. So, I mean, I think I'm just going to be like, it's okay. And this brings me to an yeah. actual point. So one of the things that I always struggle with is I'm a perfectionist. And, um, and I don't mean that like in a weird braggy way. I actually mean it in it's a, it's a massive personality flaw because if you're trying to drive things and get things done, you have to just push, 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 you know? And that's one of the things we did with this show. We were just like, we're just going to do it. Like we're going to get out of our own way. And we did. Yeah. And And just like, just like with my journal, my internal critical voice is like, there's no way that anything that you would do would be worth ever being listened to. Why, like, why would anyone want to hear what anyone else has to say about anything? What a ridiculous idea to, you know, but it's like, whatever. I don't actually really even care if anybody listens to it. It's been a very interesting uh, experiment in self-expression. So, well, it's that, but I also think, I mean, we have stuff to and say and once like in a while. I actually you know, have, have cogent <laughs> things and, and I get right. a sentence together and, and stayed sober all the way to the, the, the end of the show. Cause I got some <laughs> notes. So you're welcome <laughs> listeners. You see. Well, and also, yeah, like John Stuart Mill probably wasn't like John Stuart Mill as we remember from his best stuff all the time. No, <laughs> you know? and so, like, you know, so exactly. And so with the uh, letting go of the perfectionism thing like I really had to get to this point with with this book the ecstatic pessimist where I was like why did I wait like I I went back and I was like okay the book right the the next one that I'm actually working on about my court case and stuff uh isn't ready and I was like my 2019 goal was publish a book so I'm already like behind but I'm only going to be a month behind so yay Carla but that perfectionism thing yeah holds me back Mm -hmm. because I literally was like okay do I even have all my stories you know and then I went and I found my file which is literally (laughs) final manuscript from 2013 and I'm like (laughs) why why and so the main thing sitting on that I need to just so I'm going uh, to help you and all our listeners here's my thing that I want to do this year is I want to help everyone get out of their own frigging way and become your best you and part of that is letting go of things like trying to be perfect or trying to be the smartest person in the room or trying to be anything other than going I'm me and I'm doing the best I can and what tools and tricks can I learn to constantly make myself a better person and that starts from the inside it starts with what you put in your body it starts with how you're fueling yourself how much you're sleeping how much you're like what you're eating high fats you know medium animal proteins lots of egg yolks folks (laughs) (laughs) and getting enough sleep and it's like and journaling journaling and journaling maybe I'll Ooh. do an e-journal. I'll there leave myself go. a voice memo. That would be awesome. Or, or get a Google um, Home spy bot. I honestly, I have my Evernote. You know, I mean, I do oh, yeah. write long, but but for people who just kind of need a tool, I mean, maybe even start with just like when I started, I would I would write down like what I ate, what I cooked that day, maybe, mm. and like if I exercise, and then from there it kind of went and it grew and it grew, and now I'm like, I think I've actually longhand written a good sixty percent of the book. Yeah, and I'm like okay now i gotta like transcribe all of that stuff but in retrospect too as you like you know as i've gotten older i'm like man a lot of stuff happens and i don't remember it all oh my god i can't literally not remember like like, what did i do two days ago i know like that's why i need my calendar (laughs) i am dead serious oh and that's the other tip i wanted to leave listeners with is 
uh, that's the other thing I'm working on is I am trying to, and I think you said this at the start of the show is like, I want to look at every day and optimize my day. So the realization or the internalization that I've made is time is our lives. So like how you spend your time is literally how you are spending your life. So I want to be very conscious of how I spend my time. So I want to look at my days and I want to be like, oh, I'm spending my time balanced in a way where I'm, I, there's friends, there's work, there's exercise, there's yeah. uh, personal time and all of that. But I think for people, if they start to look at a day and, and say, I mean, because the, the, and I don't know if you want to argue about it, but I'm like, your time <laughs> is your life. Yeah. Your life is your time. No, I have That's, no it. That's it. It's so it's like, how are self-evidently you Self-evidently spending- true. How, you know, how, how are you spending your time? So I want to be hyper-conscious of how I'm spending my time. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad note, I get to the, spend it with you. Yeah, agreed. And on the self-critical note, too, I mean, uh, this is kind of a good place to to sort of wrap it up and say thank you to our listeners, both for spending time with us and for uh, helping be a part of this experiment in creation and creativity that we're trying to do. Um, so thank you. Yes, I yeah. I'm very grateful for everyone, and thank you for your time. Yeah, and have a wonderful afternoon. We'll talk to you again soon. Peace out. Bye.